Hey everybody, it's Stefan Barrett with Feed the Machine. Today we have Jeff from Office Vibe. He's gonna tell you about a product he created to help you keep your best talent where they're at in their seats. We're gonna go over how Office Vibe struggled for one and a half years and finally pivoted to create this product and the tools that they use to operate at lightning speed. That's today's topic on Feed the Machine. Jeff, thanks so much for joining me on Feed the Machine. Um, curious to know, tell me about Office Vibe. Well, to sum it up, we are a, uh, to make it as simple as possible for your listeners, uh, we are an employee engagement platform. Uh, we're an out of the box employee survey platform. What we do is just ask every employee in a company one question per week uh, via email. And from there, they'll go in and just answer another four questions. And what we do is we sort of aggregate all the data from the answer questions and give managers a real-time view of uh, their employees' views and feedbacks towards certain areas within their company. So uh, what we saw was that there was a major problem around employee engagement. Uh, just in the U.S. alone, we're losing $500 billion with a B on lost productivity because employees either or 75% of employees are disengaged or just like really just don't want to be there. So uh, we wanted to come up with a cool solution. We didn't want to be a typical boring kind of survey software where you answer those like strongly agree, disagree type questions. Now when you go in there, it feels like a game and it's fun. And uh, we have about a 78% participation rate every single week. And for our premium users, it's, uh, it's even higher. I think it's in the, the mid 80s. Uh, I don't want to say like 83 and be wrong, but yeah, it's, it's somewhere up there in the uh, the 80 ish section. So 80% per week for, for our paying clients. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to add a lot more features this year and we have fun in here. I mean, we use it ourselves and uh, we're able to see the areas that we're weak in with our, within our staff. And uh, we just get better every single week with our real time data. So. That is awesome. So you've built, it's an app, you built a product um, that is delivered via um, your website or the, the app that exists online. Yes. Um, and your idea is that you wanted to make this fun. So you're, you got rid of the paper survey and now it's a, a software system. Yeah. But tell me about the, the, uh, where the idea came from. So how did you guys get started? Well, Another thing is that, that I should, should have thrown in there is that annual surveys aren't necessarily fun to do. So, uh, right. you know, or biannual surveys, quarterly surveys, whatever. You know, managers are going to ask employees to do something, and then they'll they'll like be forced to do it, and they still only have a thirty percent participation rate. So, are you really getting an accurate depiction of what your office is like? Uh, I mean, probably not. People are having a bad day. Thirty percent of people are answering. I mean, you don't get a feel of what's going on. So uh, when we went to the drawing board, this, this is our first, uh, well, second pivot. Um, and the original platform we created, Office 5 version 1, as we like to call it, mm -hmm. uh, was an activity-based platform. So every time somebody would would sort of do an activity within their office, they would record it on there, take a picture, and they'll earn points. It was like a gamified oh. office building platform. Interesting. So tell me about the pivot. What made you it guys It sounds say great. The interview. Yeah. So yeah, so we still have a lot of companies uh, really buying into the whole gamification sphere, and 
uh, what we started seeing is like, sure, this is real cool, but it's not necessarily making changes within offices. And there's a big drop off after what, three weeks. Mm -hmm. So once the drawing board, we're like, well, we need something more actionable, like something that's more data driven that could give managers data and it's still fun for employees to provide it. So let's just do something new, change it up. And we just, uh, one of our core values here is uh, simplicity is beautiful. So we're just like, all right, we, we thought of all these crazy ideas and we just thought of the uh, minimum value propositions of all the crazy ideas. And then we just kind of like threw them on the board and we're like, yeah, let's just ask employees one question a week that'll make uh, their offices better. But instead of making them surveys, let's make them feel like little games. Hmm. So that's how we did it. And uh, you know, we didn't, we don't even have a mobile app now. So people think we do. Uh, the app is so mobile friendly and it looks so animated that when they answer their emails, it doesn't take you to an external app. It just feels friendly like uh, to the user. The, the user experience is top notch. Uh, and right now we're actually going to be adding a lot more features. So uh, we're really excited about that. Uh, couple well, of features. Yeah. But before we get into those features, I want to unpack that. Tell me a little bit more about the technology, because what you mentioned um, is something that I'm very familiar with, the idea that. Um, you can have a site that feels like a mobile app, but it's actually loading in the browser. Yeah. Um, honestly, I mean, my devs would probably answer this way better than me, but we just make sure that all of our sites are extremely responsive. Like we go over the top with uh, just how specific we want things to do, or if there's going to be like multiple images within a page, like how it's going to be displayed. So although I don't know uh, the 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 specific uh, the specs for it. Mm -hmm. I do know that like the whole method behind it and going back to our core value of simplicity being beautiful in our heads, uh, we just make sure that we design it to a fact where it doesn't look like a big uh, cluster of information. I was going to use an inappropriate term, but <laughs> uh, a big cluster F of information and uh, just everything grouped in there. So, you know, you'll get one picture per thing. I mean, it just feels friendly and the experience feels just intuitive and hands-on and we want people to participate and that's uh that will will directly correlate that to the high participation rate uh, for all the companies we have so you feel like the ability to make what you have the, the app simple yeah. is directly correlating to how many people use it correct uh or how many people participate per week yes um yeah we we believe in just keeping it simple uh i know that there was a big trend I mean, it's still kind of a trend now about going mobile first. And uh, I don't think that's necessarily a must anymore because there's so many technologies or at least so many things that you could do uh, from a design standpoint to make it very minimalist and simple and very easy to use. Uh, if you go through our site, there's not that much wording except for like, you know, our content pages for search engine optimization purposes. But we just try and keep the experience simple. I mean, after that, like we're, we don't even have a, a mobile app plan for quite some time. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So there's no mobile app, native mobile app um, today in the works. It's something where you're using the uh, responsive website as your app platform. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the mistakes we found uh, with our before we pivoted. Mm -hmm. It felt like we were creating two different platforms. So you have the mobile one and you're like every single week. We're, we're wasting our resources and wasting our time, like focusing on how it's gonna look like mobile and this and that, when we could just be like, all right guys, if we keep it simple, it's gonna look great in mobile. Um, and like, yeah, that's it. We'll just transfer it, make it super responsive, super awesome, and 
super simple. And just like that, it'll feel like a great mobile experience, but it won't necessarily have to be an app you have to download. And eventually with some of the features we're gonna have down the road, we're gonna prefer to have that mobile uh, environment or sort of mobile app. Uh, but in terms of our product roadmap, which is literally right behind me, um, yeah, it's, it's not coming up until we release a lot more features and then we'll be able to design accordingly, so. That makes sense. So you're, it's almost like you're just meeting the technology to where you're at today and the roadmap's gonna dictate whatever you move into in the future. Exactly. So uh, if, if you have a product, and to your listeners, if you guys have a product that you think needs to go mobile first, for sure, just really take it into consideration. Like, uh, I would much rather have a big feature set and just get all the feedback from uh, clients and, and people and see what can be fixed from the feature standpoint within your app. And then from there, you could sort of transfer that to mobile. Yeah, that makes sense. So let, let's walk through the app. Um, help me understand uh, how it all works. So I, I sign up as a company and then what happens? sign up as a company you're able to invite uh employees from really anywhere uh if you're i'm thinking of a big enterprise so i was just thinking like I'll, I'll just give you a smaller enterprise example so so we don't get too complex but you go in there you can upload uh, a csv file that you can separate them within different groups categories departments um and just like that when you upload that file they'll get sent an automatic email at, uh, asking them to respond to a survey uh, and joining Office Vibe under the network. So they'll get a couple questions right off the bat. It's usually 10 questions the first time, just so they get a feel for it and they get to see like, oh, this is kind of fun and it's fully anonymous for them. So they feel kind of honest on there. And uh, you know they'll be able to have one written response as well. So one of uh, our best, I guess, sort of pieces of feedback was like, yeah, you know, we. We saw insights and found out problems that we didn't know we had within the first 48 hours of using it. Wow. So uh, yeah, when when people just sort of throw everyone in there at once, uh, they're able to see results real quickly, so. And do you have some of those stories about what kind of insights people immediately saw, like, you know, within those 48 hours, wow, something really hit me. Do you have anything? I do have a good one. Uh, it's from a major electronics uh, company. Mm-hmm. This one wasn't necessarily the first 48 hours, but they found out within the first couple of weeks because they were testing it out throughout two, two offices in, in uh, Europe. So one of the things they told us was uh, you know, getting this data and feedback, they found that a lot of their employees were unhappy with uh, them being asked to uh, move every X amount of years, hmm. uh, whether it was sales positions, this and that, and they, they had no clue of it whatsoever. And they were just like, wow, like, you know, we do this because it's just like what we do as a company. Like we want to make sure that our employees are kind of like moving around. But now we know that it's kind of not wanted or it's not preferred. So now they're even thinking about changing their policy around that and making it so like making that an optional thing. Uh, we've also had companies sort of go on there and see that their wellness was extremely low, uh, extremely low. And so like as feedback and the, the way our algorithm works, uh, what we do is when we see that a certain area uh, out of the 10 metrics we cover is kind of low, uh, our algorithm will detect that and we'll also start asking more questions around it to a lot more employees. So we'll just ask like, hey, you know, if your wellness is low, like what do you think about the food selection? How well do you eat? Uh, what's your mental state of mind while you're at work? So we think we tackle both mental and physical wellness. And so from then on out, uh, 
you know, they'll write more feedback to management. And just here alone, I mean, and how we use Office Vibe, we're, uh, you know, this is a fairly big office here, and uh, we were able to see, like, hey, a lot of people want healthier meal options. A lot of people want to subsidize their gym costs. So uh, we offered everybody free gym, started offering more fruits, healthier meals, and things like that. So, Wow, that's awesome. And we saw employee happiness, which is one of the ratings, go up uh, drastically. So that was cool. So you mentioned an idea of an algorithm. Are, you, are the questions that are sent out in something that you've, you've predetermined, these are the questions that um, helps us track those 10 metrics. So do you guys have those and, and can I customize those or do I get a chance to add my own or is there anything like that? It's great that you mentioned that. I noticed the uh, emphasis on the Tony the Tiger like great. Uh, <laughs> right, we're releasing it next week. Uh, customized features, polls, uh, things of that nature. So nice. we didn't offer it before because we weren't necessarily sure how it was going to affect our metrics, but we decided to make it its own little entity. So uh, we're going to have customized questions, which will be in their own little field, and managers will be able to ask a question and see their responses there, and it will not necessarily reflect on the Office Vibe, uh, you know, scores and metrics from there. So uh, yeah, eventually we'll we'll see what more we could do from there. Uh, we're going to release the feature next week and after that we're gonna with the feedback we're gonna continue adding on to it so it's uh it's a great first version of the feature we're really happy to release it because we know for about two months uh two months already people have been asking for it so and even right now we just got a question about it so we're just like yeah can't wait to, to finally get that one out there and see how it's gonna be used that's great so i can add in a question with this feature that i specifically would want to know about or throw a poll out there or something that's very specific to, you know, let's, let's throw out this and here's a bunch of options. What do you guys think? And, and that goes to everyone and they're able to answer that. Exactly. And, uh, we also found, um, maybe I'm getting too deep into the product now, but we also found that one of the major things we're, we're facing with enterprises is the feedback management because, you know, when you give employees a platform to have a voice, people are going to voice their opinions or voice their thoughts on what could be made better in their office. So, um, so now what we're going to do is, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Yik Yak, the, uh, the anonymous app, uh, the anonymous, like just stupid sentence app. You could write something about your area and see what's going on. I am. Yes. Yeah. So, um, what we're going to do is just make that more towards, we're going to create a very similar system, but more for, for feedback. So instead of having to deal with loads and loads and loads of feedback as a manager, you could just go on there, send that out as a poll. If you see something that's uh, constant and uh, people will be able to comment and as well as upload on that. So if people want, like, let's say, Hey, we should have a walking treadmill within here. What do you guys think? And based on the upvote downvote count, uh, a company will will be react uh, will react to it, and then just like that, uh, employees will see that management they're making a conscious effort to make the office better and make their their work life better. So I see. Yeah. So back to the original product, though, you've got ten metrics that you're you're tracking. Correct. And so the the um, the questions that go out, which is a single question, and then it pops up where you can answer more those determine what those metrics are yeah and those are then posted in a dashboard yeah the, the questions aren't but within the dashboard itself uh, you'll see the the overall score 
and different like the a one to ten score of where they land within uh you know within that metric so uh you know let's say personal growth is one of our our things on there our metrics on there uh you know that we'll have a score that aggregates up to the total score and that will be a one to ten score in personal growth and within there you could drill down even further and see like what's the problem with personal growth we have separate little categories within there mm. uh you know just more people i think one of them is uh i don't know the the specifics of the drill down metrics but it's more like you know what what can a company do to help me grow more is like a the type of metrics we measure within there. And then we offer a, uh, like sort of an automated answer, an automated suggestion on what they can do to help an employee's personal growth. So uh, that's gonna be, actually that's a part of like phase three of this project is gonna be setting up, helping managers set up an action plan based on the results as well as benchmarking. So you may not, uh, or a manager may not necessarily know if like a six out of, Nine, uh, six out of ten is good within that industry for that specific uh, metric. Mm. But now, now that we're acquiring a lot more users and various industries are coming on there, we'll be able to compare the sizes and the industry types, and be like, all right, so within a let's say construction company of fifty employees, uh, the average wellness score is eight, and you have a six. Here's what you could do to do that, or here's what you could do to get it a little better. Wow. So, so really, it becomes an entire platform to improve the culture and the business around feedback that is essentially from the troops, the people that are on the front lines, the people that are, are essentially running the entire organization. Yep, we're, uh, we're providing that medium for, for employees to get out there and speak. I mean, uh, I had a call with, uh, I, it might have been Hunter actually, so uh, where he was, I gave him a statistic about uh, government employees and he kind of uh, verified that like yeah government employees aren't necessarily the most engaged and like uh, you know it's it's funny because uh, he told me that some somebody that he knows was was fairly unhappy at the job but they were always kind of scared to approach their managers with any complaints mm. uh, and that's what we're doing we're giving an opportunity for for those employees to to get out there and it's funny that i'm mentioning the government part because now we just started work we are starting to work with a government con uh, government contract uh so that's pretty cool too we want to test out we want to verify that a tool like office vibe could work with governments we already have uh, some education uh education networks on there but i think having a government uh network will definitely if we're able to make governments more productive and happier and working together, I think we, you know, we've done more than just create happier workplaces. We can make you know, governments more aligned and work better. Uh, but that's a whole nother story, and I probably <laughs> I won't get into it too much. Well, that would that's a fascinating area from my perspective because if there's one sector of any type of organization that needs something like this, I think government would be it's got to be near the top of the list. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, it's such a challenging environment. And I think employee engagement, as you were talking about, you know, it just it, it kind of falls down and people don't care. So it leads me to, to this question about um, having anonymous feedback, which the idea was that with it being anonymous, we're going to we're going to get more of the truth. Exactly. Um yeah, I mean that's that's one, and the government con the, the government person I was speaking to yesterday, they were kind of telling me that 
they, they aren't scared of that. They need to see that. But the, the real problem that lies with, uh, with government spending on new technologies, especially like HR apps, is, uh, is sort of pitching, pitching it to their executives or pitching it to their leaders saying like, hey, we're going to use taxpayer dollars to uh, eventually do something for our employees. So, uh, you know, even though we're one of the most like cost, we are the most cost effective tool in the market. We're not necessarily that highly priced compared to like an annual survey platform or anything like that. Uh, we're moderately priced. It's still kind of like it's still very hard to pitch to those types of people and say like, hey, this is important. It's going to save a lot of money down the road. And uh, the hard part is really pitching, pitching that out there. I understand. Yeah. So you yeah. guys are. It's a startup. How 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 many months have you been operating? Uh, I'll I'll count the pivot as a start, starting point. So uh, last April Mayish, that's when we like made our official pivot, and then we released in November. Got November. it. So this is like a good six months, and uh, yeah, I, six months. Um, I think you've got some some really healthy growth. What's that like? Um. We went one and a half years or however long with the first version of the product without seeing any results, just a lot of hard work and uh, just sucked. <laughs> Honestly, it's very demoralizing, but uh, like, like any, any sort of tech leader or entrepreneur will say, like, you're going to have to fail a lot before you get one win. And uh, once we hit that first win, the, the day we pivoted, we had our first sale. Really? So, yeah. Like <laughs> well, with, within hours. So you launched the the pivot basically. It's like here's version two, and then yep. within hours you had someone sign up. Yeah. So we start. We launched the product on like a, I want to say a Wednesday night, at like, and we put it live. Everything was good to go at 8 p.m. At 10 p.m. we had a customer. And we were like, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> so we we're in the middle of like celebrating it. You know, our investor took us out. And then we just went nuts. It became a big party that night, and uh, nice. yeah, it was awesome. Well, and you know, as you said, after working a year and a half, and really um, putting a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, just like any startup does, yeah, having that win so quickly after the version two came out, I bet, I bet that was a party. <laughs> oh yeah, we, I mean, it was like a nice. It was very professional and classy, and then we just went uh went a little stupid so <laughs> um, but it's a good time and we uh that's another person i gotta sort of give a shout out to is our investor simon like he is uh just like an awesome person to to be working around and uh he'll he's putting like all of his time and resources into this project and uh you know he, he really believes in us and he never lost faith in us for, uh, in the past three years so uh you know for all for all the young startup types out there that are kind of looking for that that extra like the first round of funding or the seed round just make sure you pick an investor that that has both of your best interests uh uh in mind and it was a good cultural fit from the start so you know we've been with him for about three years and he ne he's never given up on us or doubted us once wow that's great and how how did you find um simon i mean was it somebody where he found you or yeah, he found us. I mean, uh, he knew like a friend of a friend. He's, he heard a, uh, you know, Dan, uh, Dan, who's uh, who's one of the guys. I, you know, he's a founder founder of the company. Uh, he's a CEO, so he's a big Mr. Big Shot messing around. I hope he hears this, so he knows. I'm <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, from then on out, it was just strictly like, I mean, we, it was a it was like a love story, love at first sight. So we all met at a a coffee shop, and then we're just like, yep, all right, let's make it happen. 
So we were in Boston and then we moved to Montreal without even thinking of it. Wow. And we've been up here since. How are those how are those winters up there? <laughs> it drove me nuts. I'm from Miami, so I, mm. I'm used to, and I believe you guys are based in Orla- Orlando, Orlando. Yeah, so we're used to our warm weather year-round, and I made the mistake of staying indoors a lot my first uh, couple months here because I'm like, oh, it's going to be sunny all the time. <laughs> and then when September came around, I was like, oh, this is, this is a nice. So that one sweater isn't exactly winter wear over here. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I want to dig in real quickly into um, a level of the business that I'm interested in. So you guys created a piece of technology to help businesses and you use your own system, which I think is a testament to whatever you build. If you guys use it, that's awesome. What other tools do you guys use to make business easier? What other tech do you have? So one of the things that we like to do here is we're always on the look for, for new startups, which ones, which which services are going to make specific things easier, um, and even new innovative products that will really help us out. Uh, so uh, we use things like, for example, we just started using Slack for internal communications. Like, you know, we started off doing Yammer, and uh, then we found that Slack was more like a mixture of uh, AIM as well as like, you know, just we're able to integrate a lot of our stuff in there. So whenever we get like a new customer, they, it comes out there and we all like give ourselves a little clap, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly, I love Slack. So a lot of cool integrations within there. Um, Trello we use as a, at least for the marketing, uh, we, we use that a lot for project management. Uh, Trello is probably the simplest tool in the history of online tools. They're the only one that have have a speed in my opinion. So uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're terrific. And the people at Fog Creek, that all their platforms are terrific. Uh, obviously, we, we still kind of use Yammer every now and then, but Slack has kind of replaced it in, in our daily communications. Um, so what else am I thinking of? Obviously, we, we all have either Gmail or OneDrive. Uh, I would pick, it's really up to the style of like how you want to do it. Obviously for the marketing team, we like uh, drive more and plus there's no, uh, for the designers and stuff like that, they're using uh, MacBooks and stuff. So they don't necessarily have the integrations with OneDrive that are efficient enough. So they go with Google Drive and mm-hmm. we just try and use whatever will make us work as fast as possible. Everything's quick, quick, quick. Uh, I, had a, I had a very good call with Bonusly uh, which is an employee recognition pro- platform, and I was featured on a podcast with them recently, and uh, we discussed it. And I told them that the way we run things here is very similar. I don't know if you're a football fan, but we have a Chip Kelly offense working <laughs> with marketing. So we we're just we're quick. We're no huddle. We don't think you know. We have our daily meetings every single day. We have one big retro. We're at. We, we have the uh, Scrum Agile methodology mixed in there. If something fails, we try and make it fail quick. Or if we still see promise in it, we'll, we'll adjust on it. So everything's fast, fast, fast. I'm a Miami Dolphin fan. I've been one for all, all my life. That's right. So when you mentioned Chip Kelly, <laughs> I'm like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, and and I think the Scrum methodology overall, as far as um, how to manage business, is just beautiful. I mean, it's something that we've been we've been pushing as well and championing for all our projects, um, just because of the speed. And I want to dig in a little bit. You mentioned you guys have a design philosophy where simplicity is number one. Yeah. And I, I feel like 
design and technology just go hand in hand. I mean, do you have an experience where you guys tried some technology that didn't have a simple design and it affected how you guys used it? Yeah, sure. Every CRM ever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So that's about it. I mean, uh, that's the way to look at it. I mean, eventually we just started using this one thing called uh, Intercom. Mm. Intercom is is I, I hate to like pitch a product that's not mine, but Intercom has worked wonders with us. And now they have sort of this new lead nurturing process that we're gonna start using uh, until we get like a little bit more sophisticated with how we wanna handle our drip campaigns. Um, we're gonna use that and Intercom just handles any sort of internal messages, support tickets, as well as handling uh, just any complaints or just any emails go through Intercom, any sort of drip emails for customers that are inactive that we want to kind of poke at yeah we get them very cool yeah i've seen intercom it's a beautiful system yeah it requires Um, a little bit of dev to set up uh you need a fairly knowledgeable uh, developer but once you set it up it's awesome yeah that's beautiful stuff well i want to we're coming close to time here i wanted to just wrap up with um three tips you have three tips where you can um, give people to help their company kick more ass with technology. Kick more ass with technology. <laughs> uh, choose the simplest tools out there. Create the simplest tool and make sure, <clears throat> I guess this one isn't that bad, but uh, I'll separate. Can I have four? Definitely. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, don't be scared of competitors because... You know, we didn't, when we started doing this, we were a little bit like, we didn't know we even had competitors. And then now we're at a point where we're starting to see new competitors pop up and whatever they're doing, just uh, just don't even worry about it. I mean, we could be building something right now that they already have, but we're gonna do it our way and we're not gonna try and emulate them. So don't follow competitors. Um, and how just three companies can kick more ass. I, just keep on rocking. I, I mean, I don't know what more to say. I, I should have left it at three. Just make sure you just keep on trucking. Don't give up. Fail fast. Pivot. Do whatever you can and make sure that you have a kick-ass product. Awesome. Jeff, thanks so much for joining me today. Tell everyone where uh, they can find more information about Office Vibe and uh, and learn more. Sure, sure thing. Um, so they could obviously visit www.officevibe.com. Uh, follow us at Twitter at Office Vibe. You could always uh, contact me via Twitter at Jeff Furman, J E F F F E R M I N. There's three F's in there. It looks bad, I know. <laughs> um, or you could just email us at hello at officevibe.com and we'll receive that on intercom and we answer everything quickly. So any sort of questions you may have, just let us know and uh, I'll be glad to take anyone on a demo on there. If you want to ask for me personally or Jake, uh, who's our just growth hacker slash manager over here. He's awesome. Uh, we'll run you through the product and we'll show more importantly, we're going to show you a good time when, when you're on the office five platform. So awesome. Thanks so much, Jeff. Feed the machine is a podcast created to help you design a faster, stronger, and more reliable business with technology. If your business needs help in that area or you have questions about how to do that, reach out to us at hello at secondform.com. Also, if you love our show, please give us a rating in iTunes to help us reach more people like you.
Well, hey, before we get started, I wanted to see if you could do something really fun for our podcast real quick. Oh, most definitely. So we, I had this crazy idea, like um, I was telling Hunter, what if we had our guests say, feed the machine in a really fun or silly way, and we could use that in the intro and the bumper that we record for the podcast. Now, yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. I'll just <laughs> I'll do it. So give me feed the machine in the. I'm gonna give you a, a Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage uh, voice. I love it. I love it. So just do whatever you want. Yeah, just tell me. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me hit. All right, I'm recording. So whenever you want to take it away. Feed the machine. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to do that one over? <laughs> that was that was brilliant. <laughs> you give me one more just to give me an option. But get, yeah, give me one more. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Feed the machine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs>